Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about the Japanese art form of kintsugi, spelled K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. A friend shared this with me a couple of years ago, and I've come back to it several times, uh, mentioning it in sermons or in uh, just offhand conversation. Um, It's such a powerful metaphor, I think, for living faithfully and living in a spiritually awake uh, way in in this moment of time. Um, so it, the, the Japanese art form, kintsugi, uh, is, a, is a form that repairs broken pottery uh, by mending the cracks. So a piece of pottery gets cracked or broken uh, instead of just throwing it away or trying to hide these cracks that have uh, appeared. Um, the art form of kintsugi intentionally um, repairs these cracks with a kind of gold lacquer or sometimes platinum lacquer. Uh, the, the, the word kintsugi, by the way, literally translates as golden mending. Uh, and so uh, it, it, it's fascinating. This, this Japanese artist, uh, Makoto Fujimura, who wrote a recent book called Art and Faith, A Theology of Making, he has several chapters in this book. That's well worth a read. Um, but one of the chapters in the book is on this artistic technique, uh, kintsugi, and and he um, he talks about how kintsugi doesn't try to hide a flaw in a piece of broken pottery, but instead highlights and even celebrates uh, this flaw by repairing it with a, with a special lacquer. Again, it can be dusted or, or mixed with gold or silver or platinum. The, the restoration, the finished product after the cracks, after the kintsugi technique has been applied, the restoration is more beautiful than the original precisely because of rather than just despite its repaired brokenness uh, when when kintsugi is applied more generally to our lives of faith then it reminds us that you know breakage repair brokenness are are normal parts of human life suffering's part of the human condition uh, and so instead of denying or hiding our faults and failures out of out of shame we can embrace our imperfections remind us that they've, they've marked us, and yet there can be beauty in our, in our brokenness, our remarkable capacity to, to heal and be mended and be returned to wholeness. There's this great line from the author um, Ernest Hemingway. I think he writes, um, the world breaks everyone, and afterward many are strong at the broken places. Uh, isn't that good? The world breaks everyone, and afterward many are strong at the broken places. Uh, this is a reminder that we we need not uh, hide our scars. In many ways, they've made us who we are, right? The, the most difficult times in our lives, the times of great suffering, as much as we don't want to go back to them, don't want to relive them, uh, they have profoundly shaped the people we have become. And, and they give us a uniqueness, a beauty, that, that mere perfection, uh, which is a fool's errand anyway, but which mere perfection can't offer. And, and oftentimes it's those same scars, you know, they initially start as wounds and then over time with healing become scars, but th- they often give us a strength that can bless others, that reminds others they're not alone, that, 
uh, they're not the first one to have gone down this path, um, that, that the season will not last forever, that, that they are loved no matter what, uh, full stop. I'm reminded in thinking about Kintsugi of uh, this part of scripture. It's uh, the prophet Jeremiah chapter 18. Uh, Ariane, my spouse, has preached on this text a number of times because it has this fascinating metaphor for God. It imagines God as, a, as an artist, as a potter sitting at her wheel. And God, as, as a potter sitting at her wheel, um, is shaping the clay as potters do, um, but the clay has become spoiled in the potter's hands uh, as she shaped it. And and yet, instead of giving up and throwing away this you know, spoiled clay, uh, the potter, uh, which, who's depicted to be God in this instance, is, is sort of shaping God's people in a, in a piece of pottery. But the potter takes what is spoiled, cracked or broken, and, and reshapes it into a new vessel. And that's used as this metaphor for how God can take, um, you know, even those parts of our lives that have brought the most harm, brought the most suffering, brought the most disquiet, uh, the most trauma, um, not to paper over them as these sort of positive things in disguise. They're not. They're they're awful. They're awful. And yet, somehow, some way, someday, God is able to use these awful things in our lives um, to bring courage, to bring depth, to bring vulnerability that allows us, paradoxically, to connect with others and maybe even bless others uh, on their own healing journey. Uh, there's, there's nothing better when we're, we're feeling so alone, we're feeling so overwhelmed, we're feeling um, just unlike ourselves. Uh, there's nothing better than meeting someone <laughs> who's been through something similar. Not exactly the same, of course. Uh, you know, None of our stories are exactly the same. But to know that we're not alone, that I'm not the first person to have felt this way, to have experienced this depression, to have uh, faced this relational uh, rupture, to have uh, been in this financial predicament, to have, um, and on and on and on, faced this, this brokenness, this oppression, uh, th- this unanticipated uh, suffering. And so Kintsugi... Uh, for me, friends, is is such a gift uh, and something that I came back to again and again during my own medical leave a little over a year ago to recover from depression. Um, as, as this reminder, I, I, I tried to hold it, um, you know, to honor it, to hold it closely, but I decided I was going to be somewhat transparent, at least with the congregation I serve and the people in my life about what was really going on. I wouldn't have had to, you know, I could have sort of kept it to myself. I'm having a medical issue, but decided that um, it would both be a part of my own healing and might also be a part of destigmatizing and even helping to heal others to name and acknowledge what I was really feeling and really experiencing. And that if other folks are experiencing those things, uh, that they too are not alone. Uh, in fact, it was remarkable. Some five to six uh, pastor colleagues, some of whom were closer friends, some of whom I just was, you know, a kind of distant friend on Facebook with. Um, but five or six people reached out to me within six months of my return from medical leave, uh, who who felt in a similar place to where I was. And what did I do? And how did I get help? And uh, am I doing a little better now? And you know, all those questions we ask when we're at the depths of some suffering where we think things are never going to get better. Uh, Everything is, you know, I'm screwed. Everything's going downhill. And so, friends, I hope this uh, Japanese art form, Kintsugi, is 
helpful to you as it has been for me. Think about those parts of your life, uh, whether you've experienced healing or there's still fresh wounds uh, that you're facing and working with. Think of those areas of your life that have been hard and that maybe are still hard. Um, and yet the invitation we have uh, from God's spirit, from God's love, uh, to take those things and open them up and experience healing through the gift of therapy, through the gift of medication, through the gift of spiritual practice, wh whatever it is you need for your, for your healing. Um, take those things and, and see them not as flaws to be hidden, but as things to be healed and then things to eventually, when we're in a place of wholeness, um, to be vulnerable about, about and open about such that you can set others free, liberate others from this um, pretend uh, that we sometimes feel we need to engage in as if things are hunky-dory all the time. Because, of course, they're not. They're not. So remember, friends, you are loved, uh, and even your flaws, even those broken places are places where we can become strong. Take good care. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedified at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.